right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into another episode of the One Health Podcast. We're going to do something a little bit different today. As you can see, sitting across the table from me is the co-host of the One Health Podcast. I'm back. He's back, Mr. Antonio Thomas. He's back in action. Uh, For those that have listened since the beginning, you'll remember he was on a couple episodes uh, back towards the beginning when we first started this. So it's good to have him back. We're kind of going to do a solo show today revolved around transformations. Um, Antonio was recently in a um, competition. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, men's physique. Men's competition. physique. Competition. Competition. Um, and he went through a major, major transformation. So we kind of want to talk about just transformations in general that people go through. Hopefully, you guys out there um, are going to experience some transformations um, soon, coming here in 2019. And I think we really need to talk about um, today some of the uh, mental side of things that you go through. So you always see transformations on social media, but you never hear what they actually went through. So we'll cover that. Um, For those of you who are new to the show, each week we are going to bring on different experts in areas of health. So that could be mental health, physical health, um, spiritual health professional health, you name it, we're going to cover it. Uh, Thanks again for all the love and support that everyone's been showing us on social media, on iTunes, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're on it, and we've been getting a ton of good feedback. Do us a favor, leave us a review on there that really does help us in the rankings, and then like and share our stuff on uh, Instagram and Facebook there. Um, We wanted to do something different here towards the end of the year. We wanted to give back. So if you guys are listening to this episode, make sure you screenshot that you're listening, tag One Health Podcasts, and throw that up on Instagram. And we're going to randomly pick someone over the next few weeks here and give them a $50 uh, Amazon gift card. So no matter where you guys are around the country, fill it out, um, and then we'll send it. It doesn't matter where you're at. So special thanks to EcoGym Worldwide. Uh, Again, as you guys have been listening throughout these 19 episodes they have been crucial in us launching this thing. They're also um, going to be popping up clubs here soon around the nation, hopefully in 2019, 2020, as we move forward. Um, they now have surge group fitness classes, which are an awesome high intensity interval training. Amazing. Yeah, they are. They're unbelievable. They'll kick your butt. So if you're in the Chicago area right now, make sure you guys go to one of their locations out there. Check that out. They're also doing red light therapy, hyperbaric therapy, And soon they will be adding a wellness component with some hormone replacement therapy, uh, blood work. I mean, all that stuff. So it's really going to be a one-stop shop for all things health and wellness. Total solution. So, yeah, make sure you guys check that out. Um, Yeah, I guess, Antonio, let's dive right into it, man. Let's do it. Um, So you recently had your physique um, competition. Your last one was in November? November 3rd. November 3rd. Did three. You did three? I thought you only did two. I did three, man. Oh, my God. Back to back to back. So let's go back to you starting this. Where were you at physically when you decided to take on this journey? Uh, Well, when I started prepping for these shows, I was about 220, 218, somewhere around there. But when I started this journey, I mean, I've been doing this year and a half, something like that. Of really trying to figure out how to do it and then you know we've had stacy on who's my coach and once i started working with her that's when things really started to to i really started to see improvement at that point 
and it moved quick. But I originally started this when I was like I was like 260 pounds, man. That's that's how much you were, dude. I what, remember a year and a half ago. No, like two years ago, two years something ago? like that. Maybe maybe a little more. I remember looking, like stepping on the scale, like shit. I have a <laughs> I have a picture of you from like a year and a half ago. Yeah, and and, it, and your face looks entirely different. Yeah, and I was like two eighteen at that point, two two twenty. It's and unreal. Yeah, I got down. Uh, so, two sixty was my worst, absolute worst. Uh, I was unhappy. You know, confidence was not necessarily high, but I got in a relationship and you get happy and you stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's not gonna leave me. You know? And they're good cooks. <laughs> and they make all this food. Yeah. So. 260 and then my last show i was 171 pounds on stage dude <laughs> well at least the night before when i weighed myself 171 That's pounds unbelievable so you know i think a lot of people take for granted like we work in the fitness industry oh yeah but you know us being entrepreneurs um we fall off the wagon too oh. even though we work at gyms yeah. and we run health clubs we still have the same stress the same obstacles that get in our way too and i know i felt i've recently fallen off the wagon too so i'm trying to get back into it but yeah people people kind of take that for granted oh you work at a gym so you must be in phenomenal shape i yeah. mean that's not always the S case. speaking of you falling off the wagon 2019 everyone's gonna <laughs> hold this guy accountable <laughs> i need i need an accountability team i asked antonio to be on my accountability team for this year um, and I need it, man, because we get so laser focused into growing, oh, yeah. growing our business that it's just like you still got to take care of yourself first. Yeah. You got to pick the time, too. I mean, for me, it was it took a little bit to I mean, when you're when you're really training to do that type of competition where you've got to get your body fat down to, I mean, insanely low. Right. Everything matters. I got to the point where. Obviously, I weigh out my food, and uh, I remember my, my wife packed, packed my food for me. I, I mentioned that before, but she would weigh it out, and I'd reweigh it. Because mentally, you get to the point where it's like everything matters, right? You, you're putting in hours of cardio a day. You're working out. You get your sleep. You're still working. You're doing all this stuff. So it's like, uh, I'm going to double check it, you know? Yeah. Or if it's like 5.1 ounce, nope, redo it. It's got to be five. So how did how did Stacy ease you into this? Like, what were your first, I guess, first couple programs and first couple meal plans? So every, I think a lot of people have this misconception that right from the get go, we're going in extreme calorie restriction, and you're hardly eating anything right from the get go. But I don't think that was a oh, case no, dude, for I was, you. I was eating really the entire time until maybe four weeks out, two weeks out. I was eating a lot of food. Now, I say a lot of food. It may not have been a lot of calories, but it was all good, healthy food. So if I wanted 1,300 calories, I can go get a burger from McDonald's, and I got 1,300 calories in one sitting, right? Well, if we've got 3,000 calories, we're splitting those up over six, seven meals. You know, it's a lot of food. That's a lot of broccoli that, <laughs> that you're consuming, dude. <laughs> so, you know, she – I remember one of our first conversations when we first started going. I said, Stacy, I don't – it's too much food. <laughs> she said that's really funny she said too much food it's you're at a caloric deficit like how 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 are you how is it too much food but that's how my brain was because to me 1300 calories from mcdonald's i mean it's like oh that's only one meal 
Yeah. Right. So, yeah. okay, I'm going to go back and get some more. Right. So you, she eases you in that way. Um, what she's really good at is the mental side of things, right? Because you get so focused on appearance and how you look in which you probably got into it. Some people get into it anyway, because they've got something that they want to change about themselves. So she's really, really good at that. Keeping things in perspective and, you know, just focus and stay consistent and, you know, she's always available. So, so how did you, how did you stay consistent? Was so from the sounds of it, hiring a coach is something that needs to happen oh, if you're going to do one of these. Hundred percent. I'm in the off season and I'm still working with Stacy. So let's say somebody just in general who wants to go through a major transformation, you got to have a team around you. Oh, hundred percent. Whether that's trainers, coach, on, on, uh, if you're gonna get an online coach, you got to do some research, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I met Stacy in person. I know Stacy, right? So and I know people that she's worked with. So I got to understand how she does things and this may be a little bit of bias but i don't think there's another coach out there that's as good as stacy with being available uh the advice that she gives you i mean she's text message i saw her every sunday you know she did shows with me so it's you know that going along that first ride having her literally backstage in the show with me i mean i couldn't have asked for a better thing i mean like i don't know if i could have been as prepared yeah. So also at home, too, I mean, share the story you just shared with me this morning about you not wanting to go to the gym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, this yeah. is the type of accountability some people need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my wife, who, I mean, she put in a lot. She put in as much work as I did throughout the prep. And, you know, after everything, you kind of it's not that I mean, I'm st- we, we got to work out in before this. And I mean, I'm still hitting the gym hard. But, you know, now instead of having that target, you know, this date mm-hmm. to hit for, now I've got, a, you know, almost a year of trying to put on muscle mass for the next round of shows. So uh, the other day I came home and I was like, I'm not going to the gym. And my wife goes, well, you're not coming here. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said, what do you mean? What do you mean? She's like, you're not coming here. And she went upstairs and like told me <laughs> that I can't come home <laughs> until I go to the gym. And it, you know, I'm like, fine, whatever. I like go home. I'm mad. I, you know, grab my stuff, take my pre-workout, go to the gym. And afterwards I felt amazing. So at the, in the moment I was like, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. Like I can't go. She's literally telling me I can't, you don't have to go to the gym, but you're not coming here. <laughs> so, but I mean, it was that that helped because it got me in there, got a good workout in because I was upset, and then I felt great. I was listening to a podcast the other day where this guy was talking about if you're really gonna set a goal, you need to break it down into steps, right? And then you need to have accountability around you. So this guy wrote out, I guess, thousand dollar checks to each three people on his team, and he said, "We're gonna hit this goal." By this date and if I give up halfway through you guys can cash those checks so it helps to have a team of people around you even if it's one or two people a mentor that just calls in yeah. once a week just to check and see how you're doing I think that's crucial especially when you're gonna undergo a massive transformation yeah. where you need to lose a lot of weight or a lot of body fat or you know you haven't been working out for seven years yeah. and you're getting back into it y- you know what, what the I think the thing that helped me most 
when I was doing this with Stacy. So I had to send her progress pictures every Monday. And I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to like, I think about eating a piece of candy or something. It's like, no, 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 no. Monday, I've got to send those progress pictures in and she'll know. Like I can tell her my weight's this or I hit the gym every single day. But when I send her that picture, she's going to respond. Yeah. You know, and she'll tell it. She'll keep it real with you. She'll be honest. You didn't stick to the plan. Yeah. So I didn't want that, you know, so that that was huge for me. Talk to me about the emotions that you're going through, like day to day. Were there just some mornings where it was that same type of deal where you were like, I don't want to do this? Yeah, um, I think going into the I didn't really have that until. Well, let me say this, I think not that sticking to the diet I think everyone struggles with certain things for me the diet the workouts her giving me that stuff that was easy uh she told me what to eat I ate it like I, n- I don't have any issues with that I mean you see me do it I'll go to a restaurant and I'll just either eat my food in the car or mm-hmm. I mean I still do that so that was easy for me but coming into the first show that maybe that week of it's like high stress right i'm gonna get on stage in front of a mm-hmm. bunch of people in swim trunks that i don't <laughs> that i don't know right so mentally preparing for that was the hardest part i think uh once i got past that that first show I think I was good. So it wasn't that I was wanted to give up. It was more so, uh, you know, nerves start to kick in. You're stressing about getting your hotel. You're stressing about uh, packing your food and, you know, an hour of cardio a day sometimes. I mean, that's not fast it, dude. Brutal. It's, you know, I, I remember I wanted to get so ready for this thing, this first show. I, like, took some ran wrap. I was, like, I was doing all sorts of things, dude, and hoodies i was sitting in the bathroom in my bathroom uh <laughs> this is ridiculous these are the things that no one <laughs> hears about though so this is why i wanted you to come on and share that yeah this is ridiculous in the bathroom shower running sink water running towel blocking the door door shut turned it into a sauna and i'm sitting in there eating my tilapia <laughs> with cinnamon on it <laughs> Were you, stevia. Just, were you crying into the food too at the same time? <laughs> I remember just taking a picture. I had a hoodie on and I'm like dripping sweat. And ca- my wife texts me and she goes, "What? It, you know, how's it going?" And I just sent her a picture of me in the bathroom, <laughs> just steamed up. <laughs> but I mean, that, mentally, you know, I, I would have done. Dude, if I had to walk on a treadmill for three straight hours, I would have done it. Cause you put in all that work, you 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 have to. You came that far, yeah. But then after that, the next two it was like. So do you think how long did it take to take you to be really get in stride with the programming? Was it like ninety days? Everybody's like, oh, once you do it for six weeks, you're good, and then you're in a habit. How long did it take you to kind of hit your stride fully and be like, this is my routine, this is my habit, this is just like brushing my teeth every day. I just do this. Um. From the get-go, I'm a pretty m- motivated and uh, – Dis- I think you're pretty disciplined. disciplined. Yeah, yeah, I think you are too. 
so from day one, I mean, I followed it. Didn't didn't break it unless you told me. I will say though, I did think about it, not breaking it, but I, it was on my mind that I had to eat the next meal, eat this, do this. But about two three months in, it was autopilot. Mm-hmm. After that, like I didn't think about this is what I have to eat or we went to naf naf grill and it wasn't even a thought of mine to i just got my food this is my routine yeah like it was just natural we got in the car well i heated my food up we got in the car took it ate it in there it was nothing was there a trick to you not eating for taste and just eating for fuel because like i feel like for me and for a lot of people it's we eat for taste and we don't look at this, this is fuel for my body, and yeah. I just need to put it in here and just get it over with. Was there like a trick to that? Or Dude, were you just like... like it's like homework. Yeah. Right? So, you know, I looked at it that way. It was like homework. So I go to the gym. That's class. I'm in class right now. So I go to, I eat my food. That's my homework. That's, that's kind of how I looked at it. It's like, all right, I got to get this in. It's my homework. It's time for me to eat. Boom. And then you get on stage. This is graduation. So that's kind of how I looked at it. Or, you know, you look at it like sports. In the gym, that's practice. You know, so, and then you're on stage and it's game time. For me, eating the same thing, it, it wasn't a big deal until we got to the tilapia, which, which was like, I mean, you saw me, man. It was like seven-ounce tilapia, six meals a day. But, again, I was going to do whatever I had to do. So it wasn't so bad at first, but then after you do that for like a week, it's like, all right. I got to find something. And it wasn't that I needed something that tastes good. I needed something that didn't taste like tilapia. So I would grind up my tilapia. I would put cinnamon and sprinkle stevia on top of it. Unbelievable. And, dude, you, were, it, and you were eating that at like 630 in the morning. Yeah, dude. It was like, and here's the thing. I tell people it was amazing. It was like the best thing I'd ever had until I was done with shell prep. And I'm, <laughs> I haven't touched fish <laughs> since. <laughs> like I can't. Like that's, my my wife's like, do you want this bag of tilapia in the freezer? It's like a full bag. I was like, no, 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 it can go. Seriously. Fish fry? No. N- n- tilapia has ruined fish fries for me. Oh, I guarantee. And it. I'm from Wisconsin. I guarantee. So it's it. like, I guarantee it, dude. Never, ever again. Talk to me about the workout progressions. So, are you? I want to say, are you lifting heavy right from the get go? Uh, I, I guess it depends a little bit on the individual yeah. person. Like for you, you needed to burn off that body fat and kind of change your body composition and shift that. What did what did they have you doing at first, and then how did that progress? I mean, you're always trying to lift heavy, right? You you want to you know hold on to it as much muscle mass as you can because when you're cutting like that, you're gonna lose it. Like you you will lose muscle mass. It's gonna happen, right? So. I try to naturally what starts to happen is you start to lose your strength. And I mean, I think I got to the point where it's like, oh man, I'm so winded. Like I would try to pick up the seventies and it was like seventies would be like my top at one point. I remember that I got to the seventies. I was like, dude, I can't, can't." I mean, you saw me today and I started with seventies. It was, you know, I mean, it was wrapped them out. So mentally that played a trick on me because like, oh dude, I'm getting smaller. Right. But that's what I want. But then it's like, oh, getting smaller right so you go through this progression not necessarily just with the weights but I wanted to lose weight okay and I started to lose weight and then I got to a point where I was getting really lean and it was like oh I'm getting small right 
But then I got super lean and it was like, oh man, I look great. Like I'm gonna hold on to this. And now, post show, right? I'm up 20 pounds to a normal weight. What? Well, you know, I'm still really lean, but you know, I'm not. You know, you look like a normal functioning <laughs> yeah. member of yeah, society. Like, yeah. I can go for a walk and not, you know, be. Oh my god, I'm exhausted. Yeah. And now it's like, oh my god, I'm gaining all this weight because mentally I'm up 20 pounds, mm-hmm. even though it's not like it's nothing. You know what I mean? And some people, the only way they notice is my face, right? My face isn't sunken in. So you kind of you kind of go through that. Uh, I think that's that was the hardest part actually. Post after everything was done, that was the hard part. Cause like I wanted to hold on to those abs, man. I mean, I still got them. I'm yeah. holding on to them for dear life. Let me tell you. <laughs> so so like <laughs> like I don't want them to go. But I mean, they will have to, right? Eventually, yeah. they will, right? Um, I still do an ab check every morning. You know, it's. But I'm I'm now starting to get used to, and my mindset is changing, right? The workout today, I'll tell you, now I'm ready to get big. Like, it's, you know, I'm ready to grow. I'm ready for the next step. And people don't realize, we were talking about this earlier with one of our trainers while we were working out, bodybuilding, um, you know, physique competition strength is different than other types of strength. Oh, so, yeah. like, you were very weak when you were up on stage, weren't oh, you? Oh, dude. It, yeah. Yeah, you weren't lifting. I mean, and Stacy was tapering your workouts yeah. down to her very, very lightweight. Yeah, like the week of, it's just about getting blood into the muscle, you know, keeping it full. There's no, at that point, I'm not doing, I'm like one of my workouts was like one set per body part, and it was like 25 reps, one set of 25 reps. So, I mean, that's because I couldn't do anything at that point, right? We're, we're pulling water, we're... I mean, really, it's only fish at that point. And then the day of the show was great. I woke up and ate pancakes and bacon and real syrup. Like, so I was loving that. What What's the purpose of that meal right there, day of the show? You would think you wouldn't oh. want to eat anything. And I got a burger the night before. <laughs> so what is it? Why do, Why all of a sudden, right day of the show, do they want you to eat like that? Uh, Because we, we want to get carbs in because we want to get the muscle to fill out oh okay yeah, you want to carb up so then backstage you're eating um i mean we don't we don't do a lot of junk food i think we keep it i mean like there are a lot of tricks and stuff that go on i mean i did eat some apple pie filling which i was loving nice. uh you know but we keep it pretty simple okay i, I always wondered that because you'd think directly before the show that oh my god no don't eat anything because you want to look your best up there but no. that's crazy that the carbs get into the muscles like that and fill them out in the week of peak week they call it peak week that's the week of the show you know everyone talks about peak week and it's like oh my god it's peak week this is the hardest part that was the easiest part the week before peak week that's hard because that I, I mean I was eating like I really didn't have any carbs that week that was difficult um, the week of though Everything starts to, like, you get food back, you're starting to... You were cutting water, though, too, weren't you? Yeah, only the night, bef- the the night, night before, it's really... The day before, you really start that. Are you going to, like, eat ice cubes, and that's about it? I mean, it would be, like, four ounces of water per meal or something like that. See, and it's not very healthy. Uh, not at that point. N- n- no, I mean, it's not, like... 
and leading up to the show yeah. is actually very healthy. Your yeah. body turns into this machine. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, like right before the show when you're cutting like that, I mean, I feel like you need to have a coach, oh, yeah. somebody monitoring you because that's, that's pretty unhealthy when you get to and that point. And here's the thing. You know, Stacy, <laughs> it's, it's crazy because she stayed in the hotel. You know, we, she's backstage for every show with me. I mean, she's checking on you constantly. I check in with her day of the show. You're checking in day before. You're checking in before you eat. So day before, before I eat, I'm sending her pictures. Like 30 minutes before. Because she'll make adjustments like that. Got it. Um, what was the biggest thing you learned about yourself losing all this weight? Dude, I'm a badass. <laughs> <laughs> like... Like, there's a book. There's a, there's a book about that. You no, are a badass. Yeah. I, I mean that in the sense, not in a cocky way, obviously, because I'll tell you this. Well, there's one, the first thing I, I learned is once you get to a certain point, obviously you start to feel really good, right? You're, you know, I went from wearing sweaters in the gym to t-shirts in the gym to it's time to get some cutoffs, right? So now you're like in the mirror, you're seeing striations in the muscle, you're all vascular, and I'm like, oh man, I'm a big dude. I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna do pretty good, and then you get on, you get backstage and just like, everybody looks. Like <laughs> me. Everybody looks like me. Oh my god, I wasn't expecting this. Everyone else did their homework too, right? Yeah. So, you there's that, and then it's you know, the last show was. I mean, everything went. It couldn't have gone more perfect, dude. It really couldn't have because, you, I took fourth, fourth, and then the last show. In Chicago, I had my family there. That was the first time I was in the middle. And that's a big deal, right? So it's like, it felt great. Got off stage, me and Stacy hugged. I mean, it was it was really good. But the one thing that I learned about myself is, man, I can do anything I put my mind to. It may not happen right away, but it will happen, guaranteed. Because I won't stop. I think people need to, you know, even if it's just taking small steps to get into... Um, a routine, you'd be really surprised how quickly your body starts to change, especially if you haven't been doing anything or doing things the right way for a while. Um, you'd be really surprised what you can accomplish in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Even. I mean, small changes in your diet, just getting up and moving around. Dude, drop. I mean, even just n no soda. I mean, like, yeah. dropping that or changing little things i mean make a huge difference it's it's so true it's so true and people i like that we have been talking about you having a coach a professional who knows what they're doing even if it's just an average person starting out on a fitness routine here in january go to a qualified qualified professional pay the extra money even if it's just a small little package of personal training yeah, just to get you started. But what I hate to see is people come in, they don't consult with anybody. They want to be left alone and do their own thing. And then a year later they look exactly the same. Yeah. Or the second week of January, third week of January, definitely in February they're gone. Yeah. Right. And I get it because it's like, oh, wheels are spinning, right? You're not getting the results you want. You get frustrated and it must be the place that you're at, or it must be, you know, what you're doing or what you're but just and it's not even necessarily that you need only need a coach right because 
yeah, I had a coach, but I had like a huge support team, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like one of Michelle, she's on our team. I mean, she pretty much talked me into doing it, right? Um, <clears throat> my wife, I mean, can't get any more supportive than that. Uh, my family, they thought I was crazy, but you know, <laughs> they had a lot of questions, mm-hmm. but you know, it's they were very supportive. And if I didn't have that, you know, it, would I have still been able to do it? Yeah, but it definitely made it easier. You know, I mean, my wife worked out with me every day. She cooked the food, booked the hotel. I mean, like, she did all of that stuff. The tan. Yeah, I had the tan. You know, it's, it, this ex, and the experience was, I mean, yeah, I can't wait to the next one. I'm hooked. So sure. I'm, I'm hearing for advice for people out there i'm hearing get a support to accountability team around oh, yeah. you get us a team of support even if it's just a couple people that just check in on you and invest the money up front even if it's just for a short period of time to get started off on the right foot yep that's what i'm hearing that's what i'm gathering from this and that's that's amazing advice um we just don't want to see people spinning their wheels so for those of you out there who are listening who are going to be a new year's resolution person and there's nothing wrong with that no i think there's become a stigma to make fun of people that are doing that um and that's okay it's okay to have that goal but again invest a little bit up front pay a little bit more for some extra guidance whether it would be a professional online coach or a professional at the health club that you're going yep. to or if you have a friend who's a certified professional yeah. in the industry Whatever it is, get some help, pay the extra money for the guidance, at least to get you started. And then I think you're going to go so much further. This oh, yeah. isn't going to be something where you fizzle out in March. Yeah. And I mean, I, I lost 90 pounds. I didn't go into that thinking, okay, goal is to lose 90 pounds. No. Right. I, I honestly try not to pay attention to the scale because once I didn't, and I remember this, I remember getting below 200 and I remember, dude, I was I was so excited. I was texting everybody. But then it was like, okay, now I'm at 180. I'm at 179. You know, and you start, and it just, at that, now it's not even, you're not even paying attention. Now I'm going to be on stage at 170. Be on stage at 180, you know? So it's, once you put your mind to it, you can do it. I like how you said you weren't paying attention to the scale for a long time. It's, Again, it's body composition. So many people step on the scale every day. You'll drive yourself crazy if you are sitting there looking at the scale. Now, if you take a before and you're taking pictures every, you know, four weeks of yourself, then you'll really start to see four weeks in. Oh, my God, look at my body. Look at my face looks different, you know. So body composition, if I want to give one piece of advice, too, is focus on that. Yeah, rather than the scale. doesn't mean anything. I mean, you know, we have to send pictures in every Monday and weigh ourselves in. And uh, I think one time I was up a couple of pounds and I was like, well, I was, I weighed this yesterday. She's like, how do you know? <laughs> Cause I'm not supposed to weigh myself other than Monday. Right. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, stop weighing yourself. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, after your show, I want you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about this. After your show, you rewarded yourself with some treats. Oh, a few. (laughs) 
What were some of those one treats? or two? What one or were two. some of those treats you rewarded yourself with <laughs> well, for your post show? Well, first, let me tell you, you know, you, you've got to come prepared to the last show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend this. This is not good. Um, but what I did the entire time of prep because I couldn't have stuff, I would find myself in aisles with food that I wanted, and it helped me stay discipline by buying it like if i want for example if i want an oreo cookie i'd go buy a thing of oreos and i would just stock them i had a box (laughs) in my house did your wife put a lock and key on this thing or what no i mean but dude if i should have taken a picture of this it started with one or two things and then i was like i'll just have them after the show then we had a, a entire box of cookies and candy and quest bar. I mean, it was anything I wanted. Quest bars and just all sorts of stuff, right? So I think to the show, the Gladiator show, I took a Ziploc bag just full of one or two of everything that I wanted. I had Pop-Tarts in there. I followed on Instagram. <laughs> okay? I followed on Instagram. Like, they're like junk food pages. And every time something new would come out, we would go looking for it. Why did you torture <laughs> They <laughs> They came out with, I remember when these Pop-Tarts popped up. It was like a sugar cookie. When got those. I'm still searching for the birthday cake musketeer bar, by the way. If anyone knows where that is, I haven't been able to find it. It's literally on, on our shopping list, like consistently been on there. But after the show, I had... Um, right away, I had uh, one of those ghosts, the white Reese's candies, and my mother was there. She asked me for a piece. That was a bad idea. I, I didn't. Did you bite her hand? <laughs> I was like, did you did you just ask for a piece of my candy? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, she goes, no, 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 no. I was like, okay. Um, I had a couple pop tarts, had some cookies, had a few Dove chocolates. Uh, I think I had eaten at least three or four pop touch by the time we got to the car, <laughs> which is right out front. And then I had a bag of M&Ms. Uh, I had cookies and cream M&Ms and I had pumpkin spice M&Ms. We drove to, I had an apple pie, mini apple pie on the way to Fridays. We got to Fridays, ordered my food and I'm sitting at the table eating my M&Ms and <laughs> like the lady was looking at the waiter looking at me like what are you what is everything I was like listen I just got done with the show I need a beer I need a burger I need fries got the beer I actually I drank like half of that it didn't really I don't know it didn't taste good so I actually don't really drink beer now you know um got back to our hotel I had my wife bought me a Oreo. It was like a slice of the Oreo cake. Ate that. Went to sleep. Woke up around 2 o'clock a.m. I had a piece of cheesecake. I had three three pancakes. And Ashley, who works with us, she made me a container of cupcakes because i love funfetti anything funfetti i love so she made me funfetti cupcakes with marshmallow frosting 
and sprinkles. I ate like three of those. I went back to bed. <laughs> oh my god! Woke up, went to breakfast, and I had about two uh, waffles, chocolate waffles, some eggs, some hash brown, um, <clears throat> and then went home and fell into a diabetic coma. After, <laughs> after we went to Red Robin, and then I slept for about <laughs> two days. Oh, I guarantee it. Um, um, again, we don't condone that. Oh no, sort of eating, but uh, I when you go through that, control, man, 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 when you when you go through that though, and you get that first taste, it's probably just like heaven. Yeah, and I remember texting Stacy, and I was like, dude, she's gonna be not happy with me, right? And she goes, just enjoy, enjoy today. We'll get back on the grind, you know, the next couple of days. So then she got me a plan, and we hopped right back on plan, and um, yeah, I've been good yeah. ever since. But it was like, I'm gonna have one more. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have just, just a taste, just, just one piece. And my wife's like, you need to chill. <laughs> the box is empty though. The box is empty now. So, unreal, unreal. So we've covered the mental aspects. We've covered the physical. Uh, aspects, the workouts and everything, the food, all that stuff. Uh, if there is a couple pieces of advice that you want to give to the average person um, who's getting in back into fitness for 2019, making it a goal, making it a priority, what's like two or three things to focus on right out of the gate to get them back on track? Two or three things to focus on. Number one, just start. Don't wait for Monday. Don't wait for the first of the month. Just start. Whether that's going in and walking on a treadmill, just start, right? The, you won't ever get the results you're looking for unless you start. So that's the number one thing. The second thing, I would definitely suggest investing in personal training, uh, a coach, working with a nutritionist, have some sort of guidance, because, I mean, like, you, you think of the money that you spend, but also think of the money that we, what things we will spend our money on. You know what I mean? So I think that's worth it so that you can, you know, look the way that you want to look and feel the way that you want to feel. Um, so I would say that. And then <laughs> the last thing, I mean, I posted this on my Instagram the other day. Uh, everyone's going to have, I, I think it said, of course your opinion matters. I had a shirt on. It said, of course your opinion matters, just not to me. <laughs> and everyone will have an opinion. Everyone's going to have an opinion. Everyone's going to say you can't do it. Everyone's going to say you, you shouldn't do it. Why do you want to do it? doesn't matter. It's my goal. I want to do it. So just, you know, if someone's being negative, just say, hey, you know, if if you – if you don't have anything positive to say about it, let's just not talk about it or just stick with the people that will support you. Cause I, I mean, everyone has different goals. I talked to a guy the other day. Well, Tori, you ran a marathon. Half, half marathon. Half marathon. Well, might as well be a marathon to me. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I think that's insane. Right. But I didn't tell you not to do it and say so you couldn't do it. So, you know, it's just, we just have different goals. I love it. No, those are good, man. Those are excellent pieces of advice. I want to share a little piece of advice. The other day, I was, where was I? 
I was shopping and there was a customer just going off on on this guy at, at the gas station and him and I started talking you know he deals with hundreds of people a day and it just takes one person to completely ruin your day oh yeah I just want to say for those of you listening I think one of your goals other than health and fitness it cost nothing to be nice to someone yeah it takes very little effort to be polite to someone to be nice to them you don't know what struggles someone is going through in their personal life everybody's got battles everybody's got demons that they got to fight be nice to people i want to challenge if you are the person that calls up a customer service line and yells to get your way or you are yelling at someone because um, they didn't apply a coupon to your bill or something the right way. All these people have lives too. Yeah. They're just doing their jobs. It costs nothing to be nice to them. Think about that the next time you want to get upset with a stranger because you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. I just wanted to share that as an extra piece of advice, and it's been something that's been on my mind. I think I do a pretty good job of having that mentality where this person's just doing their job or, you know, this person's, you know, I don't know what they have going on at home, you know? So I just wanted to share that little nugget. I challenge my listeners to go out of their way for 365 days. Yeah. Just for 2019. You can go back to being a jerk in 2020, <laughs> <laughs> but for one year, really try to just go out of your way to be nice to people, whether it's holding the door or saying hello to someone. I mean, those little things go a long way. Dude, you got to smile. Yes. Right? It makes you feel better. I mean, like, anyone that knows me, dude, you can't get this thing off my face. Like, I, I'm yeah. always smiling and laughing. I mean, you have, you have to. I mean, why not? Your energy will lift other people up. Yeah. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. What you put out there, people absorb. So... I challenge you guys, be happy. Yeah, pay for someone's drink at Starbucks, especially if I'm behind you. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me a couple of times last year, and I was like, this is amazing. So then I passed it on to the yeah. person behind me. But uh, no, those little things, man, I just, I don't, all we see on the television is negativity and negative stuff on the news. And there's just the negative people are the loudest people, and they get the attention. I just want people to see that there is some good still left in the world, that there are some people that do want to make a difference. That's why we started doing this. Yep. And I, I want I would just challenge people to spread that over 2019. Yeah, and if you guys are not following the One Health Podcast on Instagram yet, do so. You need to. Like I said, tag that you're listening to this episode. Screenshot it, tag it, and post it on Instagram. And we'll make sure that we get you guys entered in for that $50 Amazon gift card. Everybody wants Amazon stuff, yeah, man. Yeah. Everybody does all their shopping on there now. So it's just a shameless plug for Amazon. But uh, anyway, do that. Thanks for coming back, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, Thanks for being. Uh, you know. We got to have you on. We got to do more of these. Yeah, we got to do more of these. Don't call it a comeback. You we'll, know call I mean? these, we'll call these the uh, the fireside chat <laughs> editions or something. I don't know. Yeah, get like a little, you know. Fake fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll come up with something <laughs> Some interesting coffee mugs. for it. I love it, dude. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us, and uh, happy 2019, guys. <laughs>